Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNCF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and naturally, I'm here with my friend and colleague at the office, Eric Flores. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Dave, and good morning to all our listeners out there. I hope, as always, that everybody's doing well, enjoying the cool weather that we're having lately, uh, whether it's sunny or overcast, but enjoy. You know, we're in a great place to live. So, No, if you're lucky enough to live in Flagler County, you are lucky enough. And today, uh, in the second half of the program, we're going to talk about the benefits of remaining in the, the reserve of the armed forces, U.S. armed forces. And I have a special guest in the studio today. His name is Patrick Lydon, and he is, of course, uh, my son, a U.S. Army veteran, served in Iraq, awarded the Bronze Star Medal. He is uh, visiting in town for Thanksgiving with his wife, Amber. So good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be here. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes, and uh, so we'll be back with Patrick in, in a few minutes, but uh, let's uh, do what we normally do here and... Let's talk, uh, mention our League of Loyal Listeners, and of course, Billy Jones, its leader, still the leader. US good Army morning, guys. Yeah, good morning, Billy, and Joe. Joe, great guy. And his, you know, his Billy, name. I do apologize. He called me yesterday, but I was so busy that I could not return the call back to him. My <laughs> fault, Billy. Oh. I yeah, know he, you're going to hit me in the head next week. He it's got okay. a hold of me. He's... <laughs> He was uh, what he's working on now. He's never, never, you know, never tired of working and projects in his mind. But oh, yeah. the big flag that gets flown beneath uh, the county's helicopter during the ceremonies, um, he wants to get a new one because the the, the uh, existing one's got a little bit of fray in it. So from that uh, whipping in the wind, you know what Billy always amazed me how you know <laughs> he how he's detailed. You know he always yep. paying attention to those details. Great, yep. great job, Billy. Yep. So keep it up. We've got uh, that's uh, that's our next mission. Find what size the flag is, and then find uh, a new one. And uh, I found some on the internet yesterday. They're they're not too cheap. Those big flags. So, but uh, we'll get it done. We'll get it. Also, Navy Master Chief Dan and his wife Kay. And uh, thanks for always listening. And yes, good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Miss Kay. Guess what, Master Chief? I know you're going to listen to the show, so I'm going to tell you ahead. I just met another Master Chief, female Master Chief, uh, last week. So I talked to her about you, and at some point I'm going to introduce you to her. She's uh, she's about my age or younger, so it's a great thing. We have a few Master Chiefs here in town. Uh, there you go. Your shipmates. And then our pal Marine uh, Jeff Kingdon, the woodworker. Naturally, we've talked about him many times. Thanks, Jeff, for all you do continually. And we got Talking Tom and Charlie Hanger, U.S. Army, the former now uh, uh, Veteran of the Year or from 2022. He turned it over to Randy Stapleford recently. Yes, sir. Good morning. And his wife, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny, for being a loyal listener, too. And we've got Valerie and Dennis and uh, the Gallaghers and William and James the Mailmaid and Don, the CSM, that's the Command Sergeant Major, and Delmer and Michael. And so many more. Thanks for being loyal Thank listeners. Thank you, guys. And I have to apologize. I have a, a and I forgot your name, my boss. Uh, he's one of your customers, Dave. Uh, you help him uh, with one of his claims. Uh-huh. I call him Rambo. I'm sorry. 
but he came to the office yesterday and uh, he told me that he listened to the show last week. Uh, Elmer. El- Del- Del- Delmer. 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 Yeah. I got it. I got it now, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, he listened to the show. He listened to the speech last week. So, Oh, good. Well, hello. Good morning, Delmer. Good morning, Delmer. Thanks for listening. Don't be a stranger. No, no. He, he bought a new bike, man. He told me he bought a new bike. Oh, really? I mean, a used one, but new for him. Oh, so. good. Congratulations, my friend. Enjoy life. Delmer. Yes, sir. Hope your wife is doing better. Yes. Okay, the next thing, and we got Veteran of the Week. Of course, you know that the Palm Coast Observer is nice enough to put in a Veteran of the Week each week. And this week's no exception. We've got Bryce Billu, branch of service is uh, United States Navy. Dates of service 2017 to 2023. He separated uh, recently as a Petty Officer Third. And he was a field medical services technician. He's from Palm Coast, Florida. Bryce is a Flagler Palm Coast High School graduate. After graduation, he entered military service and was trained as a Navy corpsman assigned to 1st Battalion, 8th Marines, United States Marine Corps. He is a combat veteran of the war in Afghanistan who earned the combat action ribbon for his actions on August 17, 2021. When his unit came under enemy attack from a nearby stronghold while performing security with his unit at Hamad Karzai International Airport in Kabul, Af- Afghanistan. Specifically, Bill Yu received small arms fire within 10 to 20 meters of his position and while in great danger to his own life, maneuvered to maintain a secure perimeter and remained in place to protect non combatant evacuees and provide medical aid to casualties. Bill Yu was honorably discharged on November 13, 2023, and returned to Flagler County. He was additionally awarded the Afghan, uh, Afghanistan Campaign Medal, Global War, on, uh, Global War on Terror Expeditionary Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and the Humanitarian Service Medal. A flag letter for commendation, a Navy uh, and Marine Corps Achievement Medal, NATO Medal, National Defense Service Medal, and Presidential Unit Citation. Bryce, welcome back home, and thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. I encourage anyone who has a veteran they'd like to recognize to send their submissions to news at observerlocalnews.com. Or if you want help with composing the article, uh, just get me some pictures of uh, in uniform and uh, a current picture, especially if they're older veterans. And uh, I'll help you with the, with the article if you want. You can get a hold of me at 386-313-4014. And, of course, that's... Flagler County Veterans Services. So, you know, we like uh, to talk about history on this channel. And, and uh, we're going to talk about a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to remember, something to think about, or something to go back and read more about. Veterans make history and are largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect. But there is no better place on earth. The world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. Amen. So far, Patrick and uh, Eric, nobody has stepped up to prove me wrong. We always have those lines open, you know. We have two or three phones open. You just like the uh, the, the TV ads. We do have them open. So, nope. Nobody. Here's our history for the 26th of November through the 2nd of December on November 26, 1991, the Stars and Stripes were lowered for the last time at Clark Air Base in the Philippines as the United States abandoned one of its oldest and largest overseas installations, which was damaged by a volcano. And so I 
It was that, there. Huh? I put that one in there, Eric, because yeah. yeah, I was. It happened. Volcano erupted two months. Luckily, two months after Sally and I left there. Oh. And um, and but now it's uh, international airport, and sl- slowly but surely, because of the threatened, you know, by China, the U.S. military is. Uh, um, Coming back into the Philippines, oh, yeah. I don't think it really ever left totally, but we're we're coming back in there. On November twenty seventh, nineteen oh one, the U.S. Army War College is established in Washington D.C. You you uh, escaped that one, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> On November twenty eighth, nineteen sixty three, Cape Canaveral is renamed Cape Kennedy. After the official announcement of the change of name, the U.S. Board of Geographic Names approved the new name, Cape Kennedy. Despite the approval, the new name did not get much popularity. Cape Canaveral name remained more popular than Cape Kennedy. When the Florida legislature made a decision to revert to the old name, a letter was sent to Kennedy family informing them of the likely changes. The family agreed to the idea of the name change and supported the move, and it reverted back to Cape Canaveral in 1973. I never really knew the... Uh, I did not know that, but it really... I mean, <laughs> Cape Kennedy, Cape Canaveral, I think Cape Canaveral sound better. They still have the Kennedy Space Center. There, yeah, there. they do. Texas. Yes. On November 29th, 1890, the first Army-Navy football game is played at West Point. Navy defeats Army 24-0. On November 30th, 1835, American author Samuel Clemens was born in Florida, Missouri. Florida, Missouri. Ah. He wrote books under the pen name Mark Twain, including The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and The Prince and the Pauper. On December 1st, 1955, Rosa Parks, a black seamstress, is arrested after refusing to give up her seat to a white man on a Montgomery, Alabama city bus, an incident that would spark a year-long boycott of the buses and the civil rights movement. On uh, our last one here, December 2nd, 1982, William C. DeVries implanted the first permanent artificial heart in Barney Clark. The aluminum and plastic device was called the Jarvik 7. I remember that. And that is our history for the week of November 26th through to December. And this comes to the point in the program where we say, drivers, 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 the DAV is... Seeking volunteer drivers to take veterans from their homes to their VA appointments. And so we encourage you to call the DAV Chapter 86 at 386-439-2122 to find out how to volunteer. You don't have to use your own vehicle. The DAV does have VA vehicles. And this is not a full-time, 40-hour-a-week volunteer job. Go on a list of vetted volunteers. You do have to be insurable. And you do have to uh, be vetted by the VA with a uh, simple physical. So if you're interested, please give the transportation supervisor a call at the DAV. Again, 386-439-2122. It is a well-used service, guys, so I think uh, it's worthy to volunteer if you have the time. It is. It is. It's, uh, it helps a lot of our local veterans. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't get to their appointments they would get to their compensation and pension exams for their VA claims. And so we encourage you to uh, volunteer. Um, it comes to the point. Where are we now? Yeah, we got to the point where we can talk to Patrick. So 
I wanted to, uh, since Patrick was in town, I thought, and he's in the in the reserve now. We'll tell you, Patrick, tell you how that happened. But he was Army active duty, and then he was Army reserve, and now he is a United States Air Force reserve captain. So, good morning again, Patrick. Morning, Patrick. Thank you. Good morning. And uh, so, you know, we could talk about the benefits of the reserve, and you know, how many times in my life. Not just since I've been a VSO, but even before that, going back decades, when I've told people I was in the reserve, and they would say, "Man, if I if I'd have, if I'd have thought it out better, I would have stayed in the reserve." You know how many times I've heard that? Yeah. So many times. We keep we keep hearing people coming even to the office. You know, yeah. all the time. If I had it all to do over again, I'd yes. have stayed in the reserve. Yes. And so there are great benefits to it, but tell us, Patrick, your story. How how it was uh, that you ended up well, in the reserve? Well, uh, I was leaving active army, and I knew even as I was starting my civilian life, uh, I knew I didn't want to leave military service in the rearview window. So I thought uh, the reserves is a good way to do that. And seeing uh, you serve in the reserve and hearing some of the same stories you were just talking about, I thought, well, it doesn't hurt to at least try. And like you said, there are many benefits to the reserve. And it's funny because it a lot of people derive different benefits from the Army Reserve, but that's one of the beautiful things about it. Yeah, and so you, went, you didn't have any break in service. You went into the United States Army Reserve. And, it, and interestingly enough, you were a... Um, you worked as a recruiter for the reserve and officer retention. Uh, yes, uh, officer, officer retention. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you did for a couple years or a few years after active duty. Yes. And then at some point, uh, you maybe you know some of my convincing or my experience, and then you decided to switch over to the Air Force Reserve. Yes, I did. Smart move. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I wanted to see what other opportunities were available for me out there. And although I loved my Army time, it was just something I wanted to to explore. And that was uh, through working with a, uh Air Force Reserve uh, recruiter. And for people who don't know, there are different kinds of recruiters. If you're, if you're uh, you know, if you're going active duty, they have their own recruiters. If you're going to reserve, they have their own recruiters. But if you're going to be a reserve officer, they also have different recruiters. So it's important to know because especially if you've, you know, we'll just mention first for those parents that are, you know, their, their sons or daughters are going to the, uh, you know, want to go into the military. And, you know, maybe they have, they're going to college and they want to consider to go into to become an officer. Well, if you walk into the Armed Forces Career Center in one of your local areas, they're going to steer you to enlisted active duty uh, normally. So it's really important to know what kind of recruiter you're talking to. But anyway, we'll get back to the, about the reserve. And so some of the benefits, like you said, the opportunities, you sought out other opportunities. And that's kind of the message here is that you can continue to serve, um, but there's many ways to do it. And there's, you know, 
I can speak to many different kinds because I was a I was a certain kind of reservist called uh, individual mobilization augmentee. There's traditional reservists and there's IMAs like I was for most of my career. But what I'm trying to let people know today is that when you're getting off active duty, for one thing, they're they're almost kind of apples and oranges, right? From active duty to reserve. Yeah, I would say there's definitely uh, a big difference between active duty and in the reserve, and that's. Um, it's kind of like uh, the reserve is almost like choose your own adventure sometimes. Yeah, because if I talk to a lot of people getting off active duty and, and I'm trying to convince them, you know, you've got four, eight, or however many years you have on active duty. And if you want to get that, you want to get that pension when you turn, you know, turn 60 years of age, um, you got to, you know, st- stick it out. Get that 20 year letter, as they call it, because uh, that you'll, you don't know. How uh, how important that pension might be when you turn sixty. It is very important, and, and you know, and time flies. You know, uh, uh, you get out. You know, you do four years, just like you say, six year, whatever. The other twelve or the other uh, fourteen years, they fly. They fly by. You know, they're. I mean, they're going by so quick, and you can manage your time. I mean, I learned a lot from from your reserve time. You know, the different type of reserve uh, programs that they have. That I don't think is a problem at all. No, and that's the thing is that you. You find, like you said, you can tailor it or yes. find the find a way that you can get it done um, in cooperation with your civilian job and and get that time in so that you get your pension. Not only are you going to work towards your pension, but you're serving your country. Yes, you're, and, and, you continue to serve. And I believe they get a medical or something like that, or educational. I believe you, that they have other benefits. You too. can get. You can. Yeah, you can still have the Montgomery GI Bill. You can still, if you don't, if you got into a civilian job that doesn't have health insurance, you can get the uh, Tricare Reserve health insurance you for see? you and your family. Um, there's all kinds there's, of great reasons to do it. Yes, you get it. And if you done, if you went into a job and after active duty that was not in public service, well, this gives you the you know the good feeling that you're still serving and your your fellow man, your fellow serviceman, or your your fellow community. I just met a guy last week. Uh, he, I, I believe, he said he was a warrant officer in the army. Uh, he's in reserve still. He uh, he served as a cyber security in the army, and now that's that's what he's doing with a private corp, uh, working from home. But he's still in the reserve. So, young guy too. And the thing that I always found is, uh, nice too is that even though I I, I liked my civilian job. It was nice to have a little break. You go do something different uh, once a month or a couple weeks during the, uh, the during the summer, or even sometimes for deployments. You'd go away for a month or maybe six months. You know, at the, and I got to volunteer for those. So it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't mandatory. There's things you can volunteer for. There's things that you can not volunteer for. I mean that's. Uh, you know, but you got to find you got to find your own path in the reserve, right, Patrick? Yes, that's uh, that's one of the good things about it. You get to experience a lot, and one of the things I liked about um, going into the reserves is that you continue to get to meet a lot of uh, uh, good and interesting people. Uh, that is something that I liked about the active duty, and something that I like about the reserve. And if you pick a occupation that's different than your primary or civilian one that, you know, kind of give, breaks up that, uh, you know, you learn something different. You have a different skill set that the military can teach you. And that's, that's, uh, 
that's another advantage too because i know some people that you know they especially they're very diverse with what they do i've known lawyers who were in the reserve and worked as aircraft mechanics in the reserve and they they had a great time doing it you know they and they were enlisted they didn't they just uh they just liked it that much and uh so there's ways there's ways to do it oh yeah so we encourage you if you if you if you're about to leave or you just recently left uh you know was released from the service you know Go explore it, you know, see if you like it, uh, you know, go to you know, Army Reserve, National Guard, Air Force Reserve, whatever reserve, you know, program they, they offer you out there. Just try. And let me let me dispel a myth. And that's, you know, a lot of we get folks to come in our office and say, oh, I, I can't go in the reserve. I have a VA rating. Huh, yeah, that's a big, <laughs> big, big myth. Yeah. So you can have a VA rating so long as the conditions don't preclude you from being worldwide deployable, which there's. There's plenty of, uh, you know, I know plenty of reservists that, that uh, have ratings that are in the res- in the reserve. VA ratings have um, VA disability and still serve in the reserve. Yes. So don't let that, don't let that myth um, dissuade you from joining the reserve. And, if, you know, I've been a reservist for over 30 years after eight years of active duty. And so I'm available Uh, at veteran services to talk about that if you've got questions about the reserve and not you know i'm an air force reservist but i can answer questions about all the other branches well, that's what i do you know every time i see a you know a new <laughs> a new young guy that left the, the service just was released guess what before he leave the office it will see you yeah because i mean if you talk to somebody you might change that you know their mind because they they probably don't know they yeah. they just have like you say they have their own uh, they think that they're going to going active again no yeah know, and i totally different i understand you know yes. th- there are some people didn't didn't like the full-time active duty you know they just th- that grind being away you know being sent away from the place you grew up or being away from family for you know you know uh, you might have your spouse or your kids with you but you're away from your you know your uh, rest of your yeah. extended family and that's some people just don't want to do that for 20 years 25 years But uh, the reserve lets you still serve in your and, and if you go in the National Guard, you stay right. You know, most of the time you stay right in your state, right serve in your state. In, in yeah. your state so, uh, you know, we do understand, and, and I know I, I experienced this uh, when I first joined the Navy, but I was strong enough. But I see, I seen this this pattern in a new generation. You know, that they get out of the service with a sour taste in their yeah. mouth about. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's because the new leadership or whatever the case may be, but. And they think that they reserve the same way, right? And that's what they don't want to try, you right? Know? They exactly, so. exactly. And so that's why Patrick, I think you can attest it's uh, it's kind of a world of difference uh, from active duty to reserve. Re- reserve, they they still do the mission, they do, but it's just a it's more relaxed. It's a different, uh, and, and they do <laughs> and they do well better sometimes better than active duty people. Don't get me wrong, you know. Well, they do. So, yes. You know that is. That is one thing is can be said because a lot of reservists and guardsmen have have skills, different skills they bring from the civilian their yes. civilian jobs to their guard and reserve jobs. Uh, even uh, deployment that really comes into um, into play and to, yes. and very helpful because when you're deployed, you especially in a bear base, and you you need people with all kinds of different knowledge and skills um, to you know m- make everything happen. Um, that that's uh, I've seen that many times. Yes, and they get in deployed and they got they have a fresh mind, you know. Uh, 
that maybe that the active duty personnel ha- is already burned because of many deployment, whatever the case may be, you know, and, and they do a great job. They do a great job. I don't think uh, we can do it without them. Well, the time's gone fast. We're down to our two-minute mark, and I know I see you've got the no, we, uh, the UNF study over there in your pile, yes, too, that's this, Eric. That is this Monday, isn't it? It's uh, Wednesday. It's going to be Wednesday okay. the 29th, and so uh, that is the United uh, University of North Florida is doing a, a health study, and in, in Flagler, they're asking veterans to participate. They have athletes that are doing it up in Jacksonville and another cohort. But they want to – it's to issue you a Fitbit with uh, an app that so that you can monitor your health and that they can monitor your health for one year. And it's to um, just help – it's a, you know, a study to help people stay fit and stay healthy, stay off medicine, stay out of hospitals. And, and so uh, I know Eric and I are going to participate. We've got a lot of veterans lot that of I've them, sent, yes. sent the message out. Yes. And there's a lot of veterans getting back and saying they want to take part in it. So um, I know the link, you can call us. Uh, we'll send you the flyer so you can register by the UNF uh, link. I don't know how many people are registered so far, uh, but... Uh, you still got time to try. Yeah, so you can you can put get yourself or your name on the list. And don't be afraid of technology, guys. You know, uh, this is easy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people say, ah, I'm not a pretty, pretty savvy with computer. But you're savvy with your smartphone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody have a smartphone now. So if you're curious about this, give us a call, 386-313-4014 at, at Flagler County Veterans Services, David or Eric. And uh, we can send you a copy of the flyer. You can register, come on in, listen to the meet and greet by Dr. Pariani from UNF. And if you uh, think it's something you want to participate in, they'll give you a Fitbit that day. You don't have to give it back either. It's a one-year study. Okay. That's great. And they'll teach you how to use the app, and you'll be uh, part of this study. And, again, don't be afraid of technology and maybe ha- help us uh, help the, you know, with the rest of us. Let's uh, get these lower costs for, for pharmaceuticals or get rid of pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, as much as we can so we can stay fit, not have to take medicine, and stay out of the hospital so that uh, – yes. So that these these costs of medical care can go down. So that's uh, that's our show. Thank Patrick. Thank you for being here. It's great to see you this week with our, this week ending with Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. And, thank you, Patrick. Uh, thank you. We got to remind you that no country, no state, no community does more for veterans than the United States of America, the great free, the great free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, and all of our beautiful beach cities. Be a victor, not a victim. Be educated, not indoctrinated. And most importantly, be kind to someone today or many someones. Amen. And we thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, guys. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Take care. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and the bright stars through the perilous fight, or the ramparts we watched were so.
so gallantly streaming And the rockets a red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave Peru through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet away 